This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, October 6th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. RFS Rule Progress Update. Ag Divisions Over Mexico and EU Claims Farm to Fork Progress. EPA Set to Advance RFS Overhaul. The Environmental Protection Agency is set to advance a proposal laying out biofuel usage mandates for the next few years and likely creating credits for biogas-produced electricity. A source with knowledge of EPA's plan says the proposed set rule will move to the Office of Management and Budget for review any day and will cover 2023, 24, possibly 25. EPA is required under a consent decree to release the proposal by November 16th. And why it matters? Well, next year will be the first year that there aren't usage targets stated in law. EPA Administrator Michael Regan suggested last month that the proposal would provide some room for growth in biofuel usage. I believe that what we're proposing will continue the progress that we've made up until this point, he said. The rule is expected to include a new program for e-RENs, credits that would be available for biogas that's used to produce renewable power for transportation. The National Milk Producers Federation is among the groups supporting the E-RAN plan. Now take note, some Democratic senators, and that includes Senate Ag Committee members Cory Booker of New Jersey and Kirsten Gillibrand of New York, have been trying uh, to head off the E-RAN program, describing it as a, quote, subsidy for dirty electricity from factory farming. Opposition gathers to U.S. probe on Mexican fruit and vegetables. Some major U.S. farm groups are sounding the alarm over a Florida petition for an investigation into allegations that subsidized Mexican fruit and vegetables are harming U.S. farmers. The investigation that Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio and Democrat Representative Al Lawson are demanding, quote, would undermine our relationship with one of our largest agricultural trading partners and create a substantial risk of retaliatory actions jeopardizing this critical market for U.S. agricultural exports. Groups such as the National Pork Producers Council and American Soybean Association say in a letter to U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai, this will harm, not help, American farmers. But the Florida Farm Bureau, Florida Fruit and Vegetable Association, and Florida Strawberry Growers Association are adamant that the investigation take place because of threats to their members' livelihoods from imports. We'll have more. AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. EU Review. Animal welfare improves, but more work remains. 
animal welfare has improved in the European Union due to the implementation of several directives issued between 1998 and 2009, but more needs to be done according to a review prepared to inform new legislation expected next year. The fitness check is part of the EU revision of the legislation announced in 2020 as a part of the farm-to-fork strategy that also seeks to significantly reduce fertilizer and pesticide use. The review shows existing laws have led to higher meat quality and enhanced ecosystem services and has contributed to a lower use of antibiotics. But gaps remain, including a lack of specific welfare requirements for certain animals, such as dairy cows or cats and dogs. That, according to the European Commission, the EU's governing arm. The review notes statistics are difficult to report because of a lack of commonly agreed indicators to measure improvements of welfare. In addition, business operators, in particular farmers, often consider the market return on their cost of compliance to be insufficient. Republicans press Holland for more details on 30 by 30. Western Republicans are calling on Interior Secretary Deb Holland to respond to an alternative they've offer, they're offering to President Biden's plan to conserve 30% of U.S. land by 2030. The lawmakers also say the Biden administration hasn't provided them with concrete details for the president's 30 by 30 plan. Montana Senator Steve Daines, who chairs the Senate Western Caucus, and Washington Representative Dan Newhouse, who chairs the Congressional Western Caucus, say their Western Conservation Principles plan is a blueprint for responsible, effective conservation supported by rural communities across the United States. Report. Farmers need to do more in Chesapeake Bay states. Despite progress in reducing nitrogen, phosphorus, and sediment flowing into the Chesapeake Bay, much more has to be done to achieve 2025 pollution reduction targets that the latest assessment from the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. Pennsylvania, in particular, remains significantly behind in cutting nitrogen runoff from farms, CBF says. A recently created agriculture conservation assistance program will provide $154 million in technical and financial assistance for the state's farms, but this funding is finite and falls short of what's needed, CBF says. Pennsylvania is counting on agriculture to achieve 90% of the remaining nitrogen pollution reductions to reach its 2025 goal. In the big picture, since 2009, a broad-based effort involving multiple levels of government and nonprofit partners has put practices in place to reduce the nitrogen pollution flowing into the bay each year by 30 million pounds, about 42% of the necessary reduction, CBF says. Ukraine wheat exports surge in September. 
Ukraine exported 2 million metric tons of wheat in September, more than double the 800,000 tons it shipped in August. That according to the Ukrainian Agriculture Ministry, exports are surging largely because the Black Sea Grain Initiative opened up trade from three Odessa ports, but Ukrainian exports are still lower than before the war. The ministry says September wheat exports were 57% less than the same month last year. Ukraine also exported 2.3 million tons of corn, 397,000 tons of barley, and 569,000 tons of sunflower seed oil, according to ministry data. Well, here's today's He Said It. It's our nation's best option here and now to decarbonize heavy-duty transportation. That Donnell Rehagen, CEO of Clean Fuels Alliance America, on biodiesel and new state biofuel subsidies enacted in Missouri. There will be a credit of two cents a gallon for blends of B5 to B10 and five cents a gallon for higher blends. There is a similar new incentive for selling higher ethanol blends like E15. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, October 6th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.